Welcome to the Sir Inc. Experience. Now just to let you know, this podcast may not be suitable for work or anyone under the age of 18. But let's get ready to talk about BDSM, the subdom experience, and everywhere you want to go and that sexy mind of yours. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, I'm going to talk about that fine line between domination and domineering. Between being a dominant and being a domineering jerk. Is it important for a dominant to have discipline? Because a dominant without discipline is just a dominant. It's just a domineering person. And so a person that has an alpha personality that mixed with less constitutional control can let things go to the left quite quick. And so you go from, you know you have a dominant man, right, or dominant because he has alpha energy, alpha personality. But there's a fine line between dominant and domineering. A fine, fine, fine line. And the true dominance, the true dominance, understand how they have to use their intellect to control their weakest impulses. We all have something about ourselves that in any given situation is not a very good trait to bring out. You know, you may not need to bring fire to every situation. You need to bring some calm, some instruction, you know, and a lot of people are missing that because a lot of people don't know themselves. And we don't know yourself. You don't know what kind of submissive or what type of personality can serve you best. So you'll take anyone who's a submissive or you'll date anybody. And trust me, I'm speaking from experience. You know, you're just trying to get in the game. You know, I get it. That's what happens when you get into the lifestyles. Like anything else, you, you're, you're getting your feet wet and you're open, right? And like anything, just like dating, when you was in high school, you was open, real open, real, real open. And then you get a little older and you become less open. You become a little bit more, you know, guarded into yourself for good reason, Right? You shouldn't, in your 30s, be dating like you was in your teens or maybe not even in your 20s 
and you go from being open, which is this quantity, this ocean of quantity, to quality as you get older, and that becomes small like a glass of water. As you mature, being open to any one or type can just lead you to frustration. You can, it's hit or miss. Some things might be great. Some situations might be really, really toxic. But as you grow within this, just like as you grew from a teenager into a young adult, into a full grown adult, you learn that you have to pick and choose. You have to be more selective. You have to understand what doesn't work for you. What type of personality or energy a person brings to the table that brings out the worst in you? The worst in you. If people aren't trying to bring out, bring out the best in you, then it's the other side of that is the worst in you. Period. Even when they say they love you. I've had someone love me and they didn't bring out the best in me. They didn't know how to. It wasn't about me. It was about them. She had to suck the air out of the out of the relationship. Because the relationship was about her. And that shit ain't going to last. It's not going to last. It's a struggle. You know, I don't see why we have to have so much, you know, um, dissent. So much uh, trouble uh, within a relationship when there's so much going on outside the house when you come home you should be around someone or deal with people or engage people whether you live together or not that are just more in harmony with where you're going and when they're not you don't need to keep trying to make that work just because you love them if it's a good fit it's, it feels good it's natural there's not a lot of pushback but if the person you with is pushing back that's a problem. They're supposed to be helping you push, not pushing back against you. And there's a difference. Being that any relationship is going to be a challenge. There's always going to be a tug and pull, negotiations and all those kind of things and compromises. But there's a difference when you're having that kind of interaction, which is an interaction based on progression, opposed to an interaction that is making you upset or making you feel like we are not on the same damn page at all. We're not on the same page. I recently watched a video of a young man. He was in his 30s. He's been married since his 20s. Talking to his wife. They do a podcast together. And he was saying how his premise was, why do women ask for monogamous relationships when within a relationship they do not want to 
meet the sexual expectations of their partner. And this young man was just talking about how they were dating and then, you know, she wanted to be more serious. He got engaged. And then once they were engaged, she was like, I don't want to be engaged for years. So they got they got married within a year. And he said, you, do all, you know, you kind of walked me down this path. You know, I was, you know, he was basically giving into love and loving her enough to make her comfortable with what he wanted were her in his life, basically. But he did all that, and now he he's not having sex the way he would like to, to the level he would like to. And so he's questioning, why do you want to lock me into a monogamous relationship that's not going to involve sex as much as he would like? And when people get married, they feel certain things are a husband's duty and a wife's duty. And I've had this conversation with the curious girl before about how guys are struggling in relationships in this in this manner. And part of it is we don't understand our woman. And maybe she is a kind of woman that doesn't like to have sex like that. Or it's you're not being able to get through to her in another way that makes her want to be more intimate with you. And so we speak a different language. Like guys want sex. We like that. Ooh, titties. I want to fuck. Whereas the women, they operate off of, off of sex to, you know, wanting to be desired and wanting to desire someone for sure. But more than likely, she was might be feeling like you're not really being a man to her and really giving her really any good direction so she don't feel like giving you some pussy. Because a pussy is not going to get wet for a guy that's not commanding her attention, that's not giving her good direction. Now, I'm not saying that this young brother in, in this podcast, um, I'm not saying he's not giving good direction. They have a beautiful family. Look like they have about three kids. Uh, but, I mean, it looked like they have a good family. Uh, so... I have to give him props for that. It takes a lot for a man to be able to do that, maintain himself, and still try to communicate in a way about the things he wants out of the relationship and be able to do that with her openly, which is even bigger. Is even bigger. But I think sometimes we're asking the question of why aren't you Instead of saying, what can I do to get you there? Because when you phrase it that way, you take someone from being defensive about them lacking in a certain area. No one wants to hear that they're slacking. 
Not even a man wants to hear that he's slacking anywhere, right? People don't want to hear that they're slacking. But there's a way to have that conversation, which is like, help me to help you. How can I help you to help me? This is what relationships are about. It's a negotiation. It's a, it's a how can I help you be better? Because helping you be better helps me be a better man. Relationships are mirror reflections of ourselves. I write about that. I talk about that. It is a very spiritual concept. It's nothing new. I've learned it from other people. And it's very true. Relationships are mere reflections of yourself. Relationships are revealing something about yourself. Either it's making you better or it's taking you or making you worse. Not all relationships, even with good intentions, come out the right way. Because sometimes it's just energy. Sometimes it's just about how this person resolves conflict or problems, you know, or it could be being on the same, you know, level health wise, you know, eating a certain kind of way, being holistic about certain, there's a lot of different factors. There's a lot of different factors. And I just think as you grow as a person, you try to find ways to help the other person that you're with so they can help you. And this goes back to my point about being a dominant man or domineering. And lately I've been thinking about this because I'm going to come back to this about why we have these different titles now, dominant and some other things, why they become more pronounced. I'm going to get into that. But that line is, is that line is, is, is where I'm back at that thin line. And the dominant man knows he has to be patient. He knows he has to be in tuned and he knows he's not going to be perfect. But when a woman is about that man, his goals and his dreams, she sees where she fits in that. And she then allows herself to play that part. But then it's up to you to give her that instruction so she can be on the same page and so that you can get the best out of her. And she can reap the benefit of getting the best man that is you. The best version of you. Not the most perfect version. Mm -mm. The best version of you to date. And there's a lot of men who are in the lifestyle that don't necessarily want to be called dominance. They just like, you know, they, they just consider themselves to be men. And I, and the more I mature and the more I understand what they mean, look, we're just men who have a, a fetish side 
But these roles of dominant and master and sir, all these different things have just become more pronounced, in my opinion, because of the changing gender roles in societies. The gender roles are changing. They're adding so many more, you know, um, gender roles or non-genderless, uh, a personality, um, you know, it's a lot of different, you know, pansexuality, um, you know, and so because of that, now you have these things like dominant. So now this is for the man, man, the men's man, the man from back in your grandfather's time where men were men, that kind of feel to it. It has to have a very strong manly feel to it. When men back then, your grandfather would just consider this being men and men would have flair for sex and kink and role playing and things of that nature. And as you mature, you realize everybody has something, right? At least my something isn't dark like that, you know, um, to the left, you know, like way to the left, like that's a little weird. You know, this is not that. It can be that if that's your personality. So people have to understand as a dominant, as a submissive, you learn as you grow exactly what your thing is. And then you'll see other people do things. You're like, that's, that's I'm not into that. But And that doesn't mean that that's what the lifestyle has to be. So if you meet somebody who's into, let's say, needle play, and you're not into needles at all, then that's that's not your kink. You know, we say not my kink. And you have to say that. You can't just be like, well, he's my dominant. I just got to, no. You have rights. You have a role. You have the ability to say no. And if you don't, then that's an abusive situation. It's okay to test your limits, push through challenges, of course. But you have to have hard lines. Same for dominance. Dominance have to have lines. They have to have a point where you can't cross. And if you cross that line, forget that it's punishment. Forget a punishment. This could be termination. Death or oh, you know, not real death, but, you know, death of the relationship, you know, death of the of the him being your dominant. So definitely I'm not saying death in a physical way, none whatsoever, making clear of that. But dominants have to learn themselves first. And yes, you learn trial by fire. But I'm going to tell you that with relationships being mere reflections of ourselves. This is not a bad thing for those who are smart enough to learn from their mistakes 
or learn from relationships that necessarily weren't failures, but relationships that just didn't work out. Maybe it was because she lived in another country and you, you know, there's other factors than, than other than two people not being able to make it work. There are, you know, external factors that play into those things as well. So as long as you're learning yourself, you'll, you'll better learn how to serve someone else. And remember, dominant serves submissives and submissives serve dominance. It's just in a different way. Dominance serve and provide guidance, protection, a safe place, and other things of that nature. And a submissive gives herself in a different way. This is the game. This is the life. And as you mature in it, you learn more about yourself. And learning more about yourself makes you more valuable to someone else. And all we want to do is serve one another. It's a beautiful dance called BDSM. And so I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Again, I'm on uh, kingspace.net. Come check us out. Online community that's growing for kink or whatever your kink is. No judgment. Just respect the rules. You can also find me on Sir Inc. The Experience on Facebook. Sir Inc. on Instagram. And I'm also introducing uh, a Zoom community that I would like to put forth to do a couple of meetups, a couple of munches every month online, just to open up discussion amongst those who want to do live conversations and learn from one another. And also we'll do one-on-one chats, um, you know, half an hour sessions, just to have conversations to build, to help you Helping you helps me. So, you know, you can reach out to me uh, on the pages about that. I'm also on Twitter, Sir Inc. 09. And you know, I want to hear your feedback. So you can always email me at sirinq09 at gmail.com. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for bearing with the fire engines and the cop cars in the background i normally record at a better time at night but i just had to get this thought out and i wanted to get it down and get it out to you guys so let me know what you think again thank you for listening that was quite an experience wasn't it tune in again for a fresh release of sir inks the experience podcast